Welcome back to the Bleach and Bothered podcast. My name's Layla Halbert. I'm your hostess with the most is motherfuckers. And <laughs> I'm trying to make myself laugh because you will not believe what just happened. We got 13 minutes into recording this episode and my shitty ass computer just decided that it needed to restart and I didn't save anything. So I'm feeling a little salty, but we're going to move past it. We're going to be okay. No one even had to know that that happened, but... <laughs> I just couldn't keep it to myself real quickly if you don't follow me on Instagram yet um, go ahead and do that if you don't follow the podcast account that's better so follow the podcast account it's at Leash and Bothered Pod fun th- things happen over there things happen over there that don't happen on my personal account both are pretty great but anyway um, let's see what else do I need to say here uh, if you haven't yet left a review or a rating for the podcast, please do that. Um, I'm not sure if you can do that on Spotify or not, but on Apple Podcasts, if that's where you listen, go ahead and do that. Um, I would appreciate it. And, uh, yeah, we're just going to get right to it because I'm trying not to be annoyed that we already did this and we're starting over. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Today, if you hear that little giggle in the background, (laughs) I'm being joined by my best friend, Kristen Bresson, also the godmother of my child, also um, my sister wife, and... (laughs) Poor Brandon. (laughs) But minus um, the sexual duties for me. (laughs) Right? Yes. Basically, I'm a glorified third wheel is really what it is. <laughs> the so. best. <laughs> and I'm okay with that. It's fine. Um, so we are going to um, chit-chat a little bit about how we know each other. I was in the middle of the story when my computer rudely decided to shut down. And <laughs> since New Year's just happened, Happy New Year's, everyone. Merry Christmas, happy holidays, whatever the fuck you celebrate. Happy that. Happy Hanukkah. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> what is there? There's Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, Christmas. What am I missing? Mm-hmm. There has to be more than that, right? Or is that Isn't it? Is like Chinese New Year somewhere I don't know. this time? I don't know. I'm not sure either. Probably. Um, anyway, Happy New Year. We're doing a special little New Year's episode, um, especially since we're going into a new decade, which is uh, kind of a big deal. Um, so we're just going to kind of talk about where we were at 10 years ago for fun, where we're at now, what we hope to accomplish in the new year or something. Fuck New Year's resolutions, fun. though. You know, yeah. I'm not really I don't know. I feel like that's just like a thing that is you're setting yourself up for failure. Well, that uh, <laughs> that but also it's just like a another like excuse for people to have small talk in January. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, oh, what's your New Year's resolution? It's like, get out of here. That's yeah. like it's talking about the weather. I'm not about it. I think that you should have goals and aspirations all year long. And just because it's January 1st doesn't mean that it's anything special, you know? Um. Anyway. <laughs> She's a little bothered. I'm a little, I'm a little revved up right now. So if you're getting some intense energy from me, 
you it's true that's what's happening (laughs) anyway um okay so uh just to start us off here um i guess before i tell the story about how we met kind of give everyone a little little summary of where you're from um you know that kind of thing how you got here oh man we that's, can get more into it later yeah, too, but just journey. like a little okay. quick little, you know, where you're from. Okay. Well, um, I'm Canadian. I'm originally from Manitoba. Manitoba. <laughs> where it's really cold, but I grew up for the most part in BC in the interior in Kelowna. If you guys haven't heard of it, look it up. It's the best place in Canada. It is pretty great. Um, I've taken Layla there now twice uh yep yeah Mm -hmm. yep anyways um gosh how did i get here uh i moved to vancouver when i was 25 25 and uh my roommate at the time made me join a dating app (laughs) (laughs) and somehow i didn't realize that it crossed borders and i met my now husband uh, when I was 28. Yeah, 28. And um, never even heard of Ferndale before. <laughs> I had to Google it. Well, a lot of people listening <laughs> so to this are. podcast probably haven't heard of it either. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but anyways, so there we are. I married my husband and now I live about five minute drive away from Layla. And it's the best ever. Yes. Basically, <laughs> I hang out with my family <laughs> Because I live with them, but also because I like them and I like to <laughs> hang out with them. That's where I'm at in life right now. I've reached that level of adulthood where you just would rather hang out with your parents than anyone else. <laughs> um, <Love it. laughs> but my parents are also pretty cool. So <laughs> if my parents lived here, I'd do the same thing. Yeah. yeah. So I hang out with my parents. I hang out with Kristen and Brandon when he's not working, <laughs> but he works shift work. So it's actually kind of great because... Kristen and I have similar schedules. Kristen's also a hairdresser. Um, We have done each other's hair, hence why you're on this podcast. Um, (laughs) You fit the regulations. Yeah. (laughs) I am a client. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so I spend most of my time, aside from my kid, with my parents and Kristen and sometimes Brandon and a few other people sprinkled in. So um, (laughs) it's great. This has been long overdue. Yeah. Um, but let's see. What um, else? Yeah, how we met. Oh, yeah. So, okay. So we figured it out the first attempt at trying to record this freaking episode that about four and a half years ago, mm-hmm. um, I was supposed to go on a Vegas trip with a, a different friend of mine um, who lives down in Seattle and a bunch of her friends. And it was going to be my first time going to Vegas. And I, I mean, I, I knew nothing about it. It's kind of just going along with whatever their plans were. And I was just kind of in for the ride. So um, a week or two before the trip, she messaged me and was like, hey, like a bunch of people are backing out. So I don't think we're going to go. Um, you can do whatever you want, but like basically fend for yourself, like, we're not going. So I was like, okay, so my ticket was non-refundable and I was not about to waste the money I just spent on it and had already taken time off of work. So I was trying to figure out if I was going to just go by myself or try and find someone else to go with me, but it was pretty last minute. So 
I was um, at work cutting um, my friend Chris's hair, who I originally met on Tinder, Love that. which is kind of funny. Um, and nothing, I think we maybe went on a date or two, but like nothing ever really happened between us romantically. And, um, we kind of just ended up being buds and, um, we had a friend in common who I actually met when I worked at the barbershop almost like probably seven or eight years ago. Um, and so they're really close friends, but anyway, I was cutting his hair and telling him about how I was supposed to go to Vegas and everyone bailed and I wasn't sure what I was going to do, blah, blah, blah. Excuse me. I almost just burped right into the microphone. Cute. Um, <laughs> love that for me. <laughs> um, <laughs> and he was like, wait, what dates are you supposed to go? And I told him and he goes, oh, well, we're actually going to be in Vegas those same dates. And I was like, really? Well, uh, can I come? <laughs> just invite myself. Um, and so he was like, yeah, we're just, um, I think that you guys, there had been like you and Brandon were in one room and then mm-hmm. pretty much everyone like else was six other people s- and just squished, squished into, one into one room, <laughs> a bunch of dudes and me sausage fest, basically. Oh my gosh. Um, that sounds really terrible, but you know, it is what it is. <laughs> um, <laughs> Nothing weird happened. Well, well. that's not true. <laughs> I take it back. Weird things definitely happen. It's Vegas. Come on. I mean, yeah. First first trip ever to Vegas was really what went in with a bang. Yeah. It was um, both our first trips to Vegas. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. right. Um, so, yeah. So, anyway. So, I randomly just tagged along on this trip. Everyone had gotten there a day or two before I got there. So, by the time I showed up, everyone had already been partying for a couple days. And, um, so I knew my friend Chris, who I was, who told me about the trip, and then our friend Trevor, and then there were a few other people that were there that I didn't know. Two of those people being Kristen and her husband, Brandon. Um, and I think our friend Melissa ended up coming... For, like, one night, For one night, yeah. Um, but other than that, you and I were the only girls yeah. in the group. Mm-hmm. So we latched onto each other pretty quickly. Um, and basically, I just kept, like, forcing her into being my friend for the next few years until she decided <laughs> it was a good me. idea, too. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> like I said on the last po- podcast we tried to record, it was, like, love at first sight. Well... <laughs> That's very nice of you to say. <laughs> Inseparable ever since. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm pretty sure when we were in that restaurant, Dick's. Um, that was so fun. We did, like, a little mini fo- photo shoot together. And oh, you yes. were teaching me how to pose for a selfie. After I had a 44-ounce margarita to myself. Yeah, good times. If I did that now, <laughs> I would actually die. Just drop dead. <laughs> I can Mama cannot hang like she used oh, to when she was 23, okay? <laughs> Man, yeah. Oh, but anyway, so that's how we met. That was s- such a fun trip. That was great. Um definitely kind of started my my string of spontaneous random solo travel and that that's a story for another day. But um yeah, so that was about four, almost in April to be five years ago, which is mm-hmm. so insane. Um, and if you guys um, are faithful listeners and have listened to every episode, and you listened to the one with, I think it was the second episode with um, Lisa Mayberry, um, where we talked about um, 
our pregnancies and stuff. And so Kristen is the one I was talking about when when <laughs> she was the first one I told um, when I was pregnant, which that's Man. wild. But anyway, that's, that was so long ago now. It Can fe- you believe it? What if it, it feels like it, but also it's like it was only like three years ago. That's a long time. Not even three years. Yeah, almost. Yeah. Because, well, because Lennox is not even two yet. So. Mm-hmm. Wow. So it was like two and a half years ago. I remember that day like it was yesterday, though, in our old house in Ferndale. Yeah. Yeah. What a wild ride. Um, <laughs> I'm like, so many stories. <laughs> um, anyway, so I guess to, we got, we've got that out of the way. Um, so 10 years ago in 2010, um, I was graduating high school. Well, technically if we're talking about exactly 10 years ago, like to the day, January, 2010, I was still in high school, but I graduated that spring. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, so I was getting ready to graduate and, um, 2010 was, I mean, obviously graduating high school is a big deal, um, but 2010 was actually a pretty major year for me. Um, I met, um, I think I, I may have talked about this briefly in a, in a different episode, I can't remember, but um, my senior year, around probably around this time, I met a guy through a friend of mine who was a year older than me, they went to college together. And so he lived in California and we were introduced by his roommate who is from Linden and started talking like via Facebook um, before, well, I guess there were probably dating sites that existed then, but I wasn't aware of them. And also I was 17 or 18, whatever. So I was just not thinking about that. But anyway, um, so I met this guy through a friend. He lived in California. We started talking, ended up dating and right, right, literally right after I graduated high school, like literally the two days after, like I graduated on a Friday, had my like graduation party on a Saturday and on Sunday packed up my shit and drove down to California with the, my high school boyfriend. Well, he wasn't in high school. He was a year older than me, but I, I was just graduated. So Mm -hmm. the, my, my big plan was to go down to California, spend the summer there with him and his family. I was living in his parents' house with him. And, um, my plan was to be there for the summer, meet people, figure out where I wanted to go to like beauty school and then I was going to drive back up towards home, make a stop in Oregon where I was going to volunteer at a summer camp for a month. And then after that was done, I was going to drive from there back home, get the rest of my stuff, and then go back to California. So that was my wow. big plan. Um, spoiler alert, that didn't end up happening. <laughs> I was like, that's brave. I wouldn't have done that. Well, I did, I did go down <laughs> to California. So, um, okay. So my boyfriend at the time... Um, flew here for my graduation and was here for like a week. Um, and then actually his parents, I, I think it was on that trip, his his parents um, flew here as well. And like our families like met each other. Like I thought I was straight up going to marry this guy. Like it was like my first like real boyfriend. Like he, I lost my virginity to him. Like it was a whole thing. 
and it ended up getting really bad. Um, so I moved down there and um, he he was going to college in Southern California, but his family is from like the deserts, so like Palm Springs area. So that's where I was living during the summer. And I'm not sure if you've hmm. ever been to Palm Springs in the summer, but it's hell, literal hell. It's like so hot. <laughs> you literally can't even I've go outside been. during the day. <laughs> I've heard. Though. It's so horrible and boring. There's nothing to do unless you like to golf. But even then, in that heat, you're not going to be doing anything. So anyway, I went down there. I thought that we were going to have this amazing summer together, and it was all going to be rainbows and butterflies, and I was so in love, and we were going to get married, and it was going to be a whole thing. Well, that's not what happened. (laughs) He basically was just, he was not a nice person, and we were both really young, and I mean. So young. Yeah. So it's so crazy to think about, but it kind of got to the point where like my parents and my family did not like him at all with good reason. Mm -hmm. And I was so wrapped up in it that I couldn't, I couldn't see like what they saw. And like, it it actually got to the point where like, I didn't want to have anything to do with my family. I didn't want to talk to them. I didn't want to, I didn't want to be involved in their lives and I didn't want them involved in my life all because of this relationship that what a joke it was. Um, That's crazy. Love makes you do crazy things. Yeah, I guess. My brain wasn't fully developed, so (laughs) let's blame it on that. (laughs) But anyway, so what ended up happening was about halfway through the summer after a horrible summer, like he was awful, um, he ended up breaking up with me. I'm living in his house with him and his parents. He breaks up with me and I'm like, what am I supposed to do? Like, do I stay here? Like, I have basically disowned my family at this point because they don't approve of what I'm doing, but I'm 18, so I'm going to do what I want. And imagine me, how I am now, but like even more unfiltered, don't give a fuck, do whatever I want. Because you're 17. Yeah, because I was... Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So... (laughs) I've, I've grown slightly since then, thank God. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I just was kind of... So when he broke up with me, I was obviously devastated. What did you do? Um, so my dad had a friend that lived in the area, actually. And so I got, I got in contact with her, told my parents what happened, and... We still weren't on great terms, but, like, what else was I going to do? So I ended up going and staying with this woman um, because I was supposed to stay down there, right, until I went to this camp. So I was like, well, I'm only a couple of weeks away, so I might as well just stick it out. Mm -hmm. So I went and stayed with her, and while I was there, um, my sister ended up coming to visit me. And at that time, like, her, my sister and I have we we had a hard time in high school like we didn't get along super well just I mean like that's a whole nother episode too but (laughs) but we weren't we definitely weren't as close then as we are now um and so when she came to visit me I kind of I was just I was a I was a brat I was just a little brat and on top of that I was like heartbroken and so when my sister came to visit I just wasn't in a good place and um I it could have been an opportunity for us to have a really good time together but I mean I just it was not it was bad and then she went home and uh I ended up getting 
so this is really random, but I ended up getting a really bad spider bite that ended up getting really infected to the point where like I woke up one day and my leg literally like there was a hole in my leg that I could stick my finger in because oh my, my like flesh was like nope decaying from the inside out. I have pictures of it. That is awful. Let me know if you want to see them. Uh, <laughs> but like I had I had like th- literally I woke up and it was like progressive over like a week. It got worse and worse and I woke up and there was like literally a sack of just like thin skin and like blood. It looked like a giant blood oh blister. Oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah, I know. Ugh. Couldn't even walk. It was so painful. But I was broken up with this guy in this living in this random lady's house for a couple of weeks and um, didn't have anyone to take me to the emergency room. So I had to call him to oh, take me to the no. emergency room and like have him Where take was your care sister? of me. She had already gone home. Oh, okay. Um, and so it was a whole thing. And so, it, so what ended up happening was after that happened, like it was really bad. Like I went to the emergency room and like I was like on all these drugs and like they had to give me all these painkillers and antibiotics and all Whoa. of this. And so I couldn't, I couldn't, dri- I couldn't drive. I couldn't do anything. Mm-hmm. And right after that happened, I, I'm trying to remember the order of events, but right after that happened, um, I had a pregnancy scare and, um, I, I, I mean, I, thinking back now, if I knew what I know now, like I probably wouldn't have been so worried about Mm -hmm. it, but this is the first guy I'd ever slept with. Oh yeah. And (laughs) you know what I mean? So I feel like every girl that has sex for the first time thinks they're pregnant after. Yeah. Or is scared yeah. that that happened. Yeah. Right? I think that's probably <laughs> more what it was. But so, but then I was on all these antibiotics for this infected bug bite, basically, that I got. Oh and I make it, it, like, it was really bad. Like, I have a scar, like, probably, like, a pea-sized, like, scar on my leg from it still, which is a big scar for a bug bite. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so I'm on all these antibiotics and I start getting paranoid. I'm like, what if I'm pregnant? Like, could this affect the baby? So I'm like freaking out. So I call my mom and I'm, and I, I think I can't even remember what I asked her, but I was like, I tried to make it sound like it was like, just like a random, like thought, like it wasn't like basically like asking for a friend kind of thing. And I was like, what would happen if someone was pregnant and taking, like, antibiotics? And she's like, do you think you're pregnant? And I was like, um. (laughs) Oh, no. And I remember, like, going to Planned Parenthood and, like, like, having to um, take a test. That's funny because as I'm talking about it, I actually, when when I talked with Lisa about, um, how I found out I was pregnant with, with Lennox, she was like, you had never taken a test before that? And I said, no, but I guess I had. Hmm. I just didn't remember at the time. But anyway, so wasn't pregnant, um, just paranoid. And so... <laughs> <laughs> what were in those antibiotics? <laughs> I know, seriously. So anyway, so this was all going on. And in the meantime, I'm like, not really, still kind of not talking to my parents still trying to talk to my now ex-boyfriend who I'm still obsessed with and like, you know, trying to get back together with him. It was a whole thing. Anyway, so my dad ended up flying to California to 
drive me home because I wasn't going to just stay down there in the state that I was in. Mm-hmm. Like, I, they were like, you just need to come home. Festering spider so, bite, heartbroken. Yeah. In a place it you was don't a, know anybody. Yeah, it was a hot mess. <laughs> That's so terrible. I know. So. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, so, yeah. So, he flew to California my parents are the sweetest angels and I was I to this day I feel so horrible about how I treated them at that time (laughs) I was just such a freaking spoiled brat who knew nothing and um so he came to like pick me up basically to like my car was down there so we had Mm -hmm. to drive back and the whole drive I like barely like I like basically refused to talk to him and was like we were making these stops to see some of his some of his friends on the way home we like stopped in San Francisco and like went down to like the Fisherman's Wharf and like we could have had a really nice time together but I was so miserable bitter and like just mad just an angry teenager yeah. for whatever reason because I was an idiot <laughs> and just made it hell for both of us and I got home and I still had about a week or maybe two weeks before I was supposed to go volunteer at this summer camp for a month. Mm-hmm. And I was like, did not want to be at home. I actually went and stayed um, at my friend's parents' house. They were they needed someone to house sit while they were on vacation. And it just, the timing worked out to where it was in that in-between period. Mm-hmm. So I went and like packed up my shit, like did still wasn't even talking to my parents after my dad flew to California to rescue me and <laughs> yeah. drive me home. I'm <laughs> such a bitch. Oh and uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Um, and so I, uh, so I went down and volunteered at this camp and was there for a month with like no internet, no cell phone service, nothing. And I, I should have found it before we started recording this, but I have it somewhere in a box, a letter that my dad wrote me while I was at camp working and basically just... I mean, being the sweetheart that he is, just basically saying, like, you know, all this stuff has been going on, yada, 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 Mm -hmm. but, you know, your mom and I want you to know that we love you, and, you know, there's nothing you could do to make us love you less, and, you know, just a whole, it was really, it was a couple pages long, but anyway, while I was there, I finally got my head out of my ass and realized that I was being an idiot. And kind of, I mean, it, I mean, it did really, it, it changed my life in a way because I, if I could, would have kept on the path that I was on, like, I don't even know if I would have a relationship with my parents, which would be devastating. So, um, yeah, so I got back and I basically just told after like having a lot of time to like reflect after being gone for a month, I just basically said, I don't want to talk about what happened I'm sorry. Can I just want to move on and forget about it, basically. And thinking back, like, it might have been good to have some dialogue, but I just didn't even know what to say. I felt horrible. Mm -hmm. I felt stupid. And I just wanted to move forward and have kind of a fresh start. And so that's pretty much what we did. So how long did you know anybody at this camp you going into it I don't think I did it was a it was a young life camp which um, is a pretty big organization and I um, was involved in a lot of that stuff like when I was in high school and stuff but um, I don't think I knew anybody going into it not that I can remember 
Um, but I made a ton of friends while I was there and people I still talk to now. And, um, it was, a and I actually did it, I did it two or three times. I can't remember. Definitely at least twice, maybe three times. I think it was twice. Um, and it's, it was a really amazing experience. Um, and it's just, it's just cool. Like the way the timing all worked out and just being away and, and having that opportunity to just be working and being around other people, people who were good influences and mm-hmm. not having just any other outside distractions. Um, and if it wasn't for that, like I said, like, I don't know where I would be now, but, um, so I came back. I doubt you would be an awful person. Well, I think you were just, I don't like, know. <laughs> I, I th- give yourself a little credit here. <laughs> you were 17 and well, I was 18, but 18. You just got your heart broken Ugh. by the guy, your first love. This is why we're friends. Ugh. <laughs> but Man, I remember the f- guy, my first love, getting heartbroken. I was miserable for a long time. Yeah. It changes you. Yeah. It's good. It's good to go through that. Yeah. But I doubt you would have been a <laughs> terrible person. Like, well, yeah, right. You don't have a terrible bone in your body. Thank you. <laughs> I think other people would disagree with you. Uh, gosh, you know what? I read something the other day and it says, you're probably a villain in somebody's story, but. Yeah. Those aren't the people that matter, so. Amen, sister. Um, so, yeah, basically the rest of 2010 for me after that was, um, so that I got back in, I think it was like late August, maybe early September, something like that. And I still wanted to, I, I wanted to go to school to be a hairdresser. I just hadn't done it yet because I was supposed to do it in California. That didn't work out. So I, um, and this was kind of like when I graduated high school, I was determined. I was like, I'm getting out of this town. I'm starting a new life somewhere. I hate this place. I don't want to <laughs> live here. And then I tried it. Didn't work out. And I was like, okay, well, maybe I'll go to school and then I'll leave. But then the way things kind of just worked out after that, I here we are. I'm still here. Um, <laughs> so I ended up going yeah. um, to beauty school. Before I went to beauty school, though, I went through a couple of months where I would I was getting sick all the time, like strep throat, like like once a month. And so finally, I got so sick that I had like an abscess on my tonsil or something. Oh my god! And I went had to go to the emergency room, and they had to like it was a whole. I won't. This go. was all in the same year. Yes, this Man, was like, 10, this, 2010 was not your year. No, <laughs> it was rough. So I had the you know the nasty spider bite thing happen yeah. in the summer, and then in I think October I ended up getting my tonsils removed finally after getting strep throat like every month um so I was I wanted to start beauty school but I was like let me get all these surgeries out of the way and then I'll start school so I got my tonsils removed and while they were at it they took out my adenoids too I was like well while you're in there might as well take those out um what are those adenoids are like um okay if there's anyone listening who actually knows (laughs) 
<laughs> nose. No pun intended. It's in your nose. Like, oh, okay. It affects. It can affect like your sense of smell and your breathing. I don't know. Mine apparently were enlarged, so they just went ahead and took those out. It's a really common thing. Hmm that they'll do when they remove your tonsils. Anyway, so I had all that shit removed. And then after I healed from that, then I had my wisdom teeth removed. So I was like, okay, we need to get all of this over with so that I can start school and not have to be, you know, taking breaks and stuff. So this was all like leading up until like the holidays. So like Thanksgiving, Christmas time. And then I started beauty school in February of 2011. So I kind of ended my year with all these things and getting ready to start beauty school. Um, yeah, so that's what I was doing 10 years ago. Dang. I know, it's crazy. Wow. I know. Your turn. Oh, man. Didn't Facebook come out in 2010? No, it was out before that. I think 2008, maybe. Oh. I, 2008. Maybe I joined in 2010. I think I 2008 was the first year I got on it. It might have been around for a couple years before that. Um, but it was fairly new. It was still pretty fresh. Like up until that point, like we were, we were doing MySpace and like AOL instant messaging. Mm -hmm. We had this thing called ICQ. (laughs) Have you heard of ICQ? No. Canadian thing. Maybe. Did you ever do chat roulette? What? Oh. (laughs) What's chat roulette? Raise your hand if you ever did <laughs> chat roulette. Raise your hands. Have you ever heard of ICQ? <laughs> well, my 1% of Canadian listeners maybe know what you're talking about. Um, but oh chat roulette, gosh. chat roulette, it's so, it's so sketchy. Okay, so you would get on your computer. Sounds sketchy. You get on your computer with a webcam and it's sort of like you're like literally going to a chat room and it's sort of like Tinder and like the people who invented chat roulette had to have invented Tinder because it's this format is so similar. So what happens is, but it's webcam, like live webcam with people. So, and you enter these chat rooms. Yeah. So you go to chat roulette doc. I don't think it's a thing anymore and don't, don't look into it. Sounds dangerous. (laughs) Yeah. Like, not even gonna go there (laughs) so sometimes i would do it by myself sometimes i would do it with my friends just to like fuck around but you go on your computer you've got a webcam set up and you basically like click a button and like a person will come up on a real person comes up on your screen and you decide if you want to talk to them or not so you can like skip skip basically like it's like live tinder basically so and this was like a a decade ago so um but yeah you could basically swipe it wasn't swiping because like, you're on a like a desktop. It's like internet speed dating. Yeah, it's kind, kind of. of genius. Well, that's the thing. I'm surprised that doesn't exist. It was really fun, and like I would stay up. I would like you know find a cute boy or whatever. This is how people get murdered. Okay, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm surprised on all of the like. Uh, um, what's it called? All the true crime podcasts I listen to that there hasn't been a chat roulette murder. But anyway. <laughs> It doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't oh, give people man. your information unless yeah. you tell them. It's literally a blank white screen with like your camera and their camera and like a chat box where like you can either talk or you can type. Mm-hmm. But anyway, how, where is I even going with this? I don't uh, even know. The but things we did when we were kids though, and I think back, I'm like, I could have been murdered. Oh, I'm not even ki- like up until like probably yesterday. Like how I, I lost my virginity. Oh, tell us. Oh no. My mom will never listen to this. She, she doesn't even have Facebook. Murder she? me. No. Okay, great. 
Sorry, Siggy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, <laughs> back when I was a teen. <laughs> my back in my day. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That was so long ago. <gasps> oh, gosh. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> I was having a sleepover with my best friend at the time. And we were obsessed with these local hockey players. <laughs> oh, gosh. Don't blame you. Anyways, somehow she got ch- chatting to him on this chat site, ICQ, <laughs> one night, and told him that her best friend was really into him. Never met the guy before. Oh, great. But I had a pillow with his face on it. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> that my friend made me. <laughs> For my birthday. The original so fangirl. Creepy. Oh my gosh. Okay, continue. Anyways, at a sleepover at her house, I crawled out the window in oh. the middle of the night and he picked me up. Never met him before. And how old was he? I uh, 19. And you were 15. <laughs> She's a wild one. <laughs> oh, God. Wow. Yeah. I don't know yep. if I would never would have had the balls to do something like that. What was I thinking? You weren't. And then, of course, after that happened, I thought I was in love, and I thought I was pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> so there's that. And, yeah. Oh. I did see him a few times after that. Went to some ho- hockey parties. I was like, what do we call them in Canada? Oh my gosh, there's a name for girls like this. Oh boy. It'll come to me. I can't remember right now. But anyways, that was the first like time. Like a groupie essentially, but pretty a much, different but word the, for yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> that's so funny. Yep, good times. That's a much better story than mine. But that's way longer than, that's almost. I lost my virginity <gasps> in a dirty hotel room and I didn't even want to. So that was fun. Ooh. It was one of those things where he was like, he had, he, it wasn't his first time. And it was like we were fooling around or whatever. One thing led to another. And he was like, oh, just a little bit. I was like, like, li- just a little bit. Like, like literally, you know how people are like, oh, just the tip. Like, literally, it was like that. And I was like, I don't know. Like, I don't. Well, spoiler alert again. It wasn't just a little bit. So. Ugh. And it's not fun the first time. I mean, it, yeah, it was what I, I don't really remember that much i just remember that i felt weird afterwards yeah you know totally i wasn't really like i it. well yeah and, and growing up i was always like that like goody two-shoes little church girl who thought i was gonna like save myself for marriage like full-on like wore a purity ring and like i still had the ring on because i was like well i can't take it off because then my parents are gonna know that i had sex like I said, oh that's a whole nother episode too. But anyway, I was the complete opposite of that. I was a nightmare. <laughs> my mom threatens me. She's like, I hope you have a daughter just like you were. And I'm like, oh, please no. Yeah. And when I found out I was having a boy, I was like, thank God. There is a God out there and he's looking out for me. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. But uh, that was almost two decades ago for me. So. <laughs> Ah, a decade ago. What was I doing? I just come back from my travels around the world. That's right. Mm-hmm. I had just broken up 
and left my Australian boyfriend of three years, whom are both our families and all our friends thought we were going to get married and live happily ever after. But uh, a series of events happened when I was over there that made me come home. And I never looked back. Very odd thing. Anyways, lovely guy. We're not together, obviously. But, um, man, that was like a transitional year for me. I came back to my hometown, which is fairly small. Just kind of kind of like Linden. Yeah. Um, Nicer. More to do. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Linden's lovely. It's fine. Yeah. Um, it's better now that you're here. Oh, you're the reason <laughs> I am here. Literally, when she was like, I think we're going to move to Linden, I was like on their asses, like white on rice. The whole, Have you found a place yet? Do you need me to help you look? I'll help you move in. I'll buy the house for you. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, oh, my gosh. Yeah, so that year I came home to Kelowna, my hometown. Um, and decided that I wasn't ready to stay there. It was too small town. I just traveled the world and met a bunch of amazing people. And when I came home, it just felt kind of small and like had nothing had changed. So I wasn't ready to settle down there yet. So I moved to Vancouver. Yeah, in 2000, September 2010. So where Kristen's hometown to Vancouver even is like what? Four hours? Four hour drive? Yeah. Um, so pretty significant, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, did you know anybody when you moved there? You just kind of... I did know. <laughs> so my girlfriend that I actually snuck out of the bedroom window, <laughs> she, her, she was living in Vancouver. So I actually moved in with her. But she, other than that, I knew nobody. And yeah. she had a very serious boyfriend at the time. So I was kind of like winging it by myself. Yeah. That's and then, so crazy. Yeah. I went to makeup school in November of that year. It was a good year. Oh, we were in school at the same time. Yeah. Wow. I know. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow, that was a good year. A lot happened. Yeah, mine wasn't that great, but... No, doesn't sound <laughs> <laughs> It was, I mean, in oh, a sense... No. It was rough, but also, you know, it ended up being okay, and it was, I mean, like, you kind of said, too, like, it was a very transformative year. Um, Yeah, a lot. That was a lot. Yeah, crazy. I I remember my flight home from Australia. I think I cried the entire flight, and nobody knew I was coming home except for my girlfriend, who I ended up living with in Vancouver. She was my first friend when I moved to Kelowna. Still is my longest friend of my life. But um, she was the only one. And I remember getting off the plane. And somehow a couple of my other girlfriends found out. And I remember walking down the ramp. Tears in my eyes being like, did I just make the biggest mistake of my life? And then seeing these three little heads. They were trying to hide behind this like desk thing. (laughs) I just see their heads. And I hear them giggling. And I was like, this is perfect. This is what I need right now. Aww. And they all popped out. It was really sweet. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah, that was it. Crazy. That was a crazy year. Yeah. Here we are, 10 years later. 10 years later. It's just so crazy. Like, mm-hmm. something, so, 
like that I can sit here and say that like 10 years ago I was old enough to remember having such a significant mm-hmm. like time of my life you know what I mean like when I, 10 years ago if I would have tried to think I mean I couldn't re- ha- I didn't have any memories of when I was eight like you know what yeah. I mean so it's kind of it's just crazy like I'm I've talked about this before where I, I'm getting to the point where I know I'm not old and people will roll their eyes at me when I say I'm old but like it's if you think about it in those terms of like, I'm at an age now where I can say, oh, 10 years ago, I know exactly what I was doing or what was going on. Mm-hmm. And it was like transformative. And like, it was the beginning of my adulthood, essentially. Mm-hmm. And now I'm about to turn 28. And it's just so crazy to like, think about it and like, reflect back on it. And like, how much has changed? Totally. Not even I mean, in 10 years, obviously, there's so much that changes and happens. But even just within like, the last year, how much like things change and it's time is a really strange it goes by so fast to you yeah like to think that was 10 years ago and to where i am right now is crazy yeah um and you're kind of like getting to that age where you i always say like the 20s your early 20s and you're as, as soon as you're out of high school to like 28 i was 28 when i met brandon um, is like that messy, yeah, kind of like figuring yourself out and exploring things and making lots of mistakes, lots of mistakes, being really poor. <laughs> <laughs> Traveling for me was one of them. Yeah, yeah. yeah and now well, you're coming to this comfortable spot where you're like, I you know got, who I am. You got shit going for yourself and. You know who you are. Sometimes it feels like that, and sometimes it doesn't. But yeah. I get what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> kind of have your shit together where it's like, you know, kind of, yeah, you kind of are coming into your own and kind of figuring out and who you are and being comfortable with it and moving forward from there. Where before that, it's kind of just all a mess. Yeah. You don't know what you're going to do tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> For or the maybe most you part. do, but... Yeah. It's not that great. Yeah. I don't know. Well, it is. But yeah. It's temporary. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Hmm. Well, okay. So what about now? Where are we at now? What's going on? What are we doing? What has this last year been like? Oof. It's been a year, honestly, for me. Do you want to go first? Oh, gosh. You want me to go first? You go first. Okay. Let's see. 2019 going into 2020. What has my year been like? I mean, I, th- I feel like it's just mostly been consumed by just motherhood and figuring out how to be an actual parent because Lennox is about to turn two. Um, so this last year has kind of been, you know, the first few months or like even the first year, you're just basically keeping them alive, <laughs> which sometimes I feel like that is still what I'm doing because he's a maniac, but um, it's, I'm kind of... I'm kind of entering a stage where he's starting to get older and I'm having to actually like parent instead of just, you know, meet his basic needs of like food and clothing mm-hmm. and, you know, that sort of thing. Um, so that's been, that's been different. Um, just kind of, yeah, just kind of in a, in kind of this weird stage of being a parent where, 
I'm, I'm like, okay, like my next thing is going to be like potty training and pretty soon yeah. I'm going to have to be figuring out like where I want him to go to preschool and like, which sounds so silly cause he's not even two yet. But I mean, apparently these are things you have to think about way ahead of time and I just have no idea what I'm doing. So, um, so I, I guess, I don't know, that takes up a lot of my time in my life. Um, I feel like this year it's has harder, been... It's this- harder for me to figure out what I've been doing in the last year than it was to figure out what I did 10 years ago. <laughs> Maybe it's not so much like what you did in the last year, but I feel like you've had a big year of change around you. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah, it's... Yeah. Okay. With, like, di- lots of different aspects aspects of your life. I can't talk. Um, but same for me. I feel like two ni- 2019 was, like, kind of a rocky year for a lot of people. Yeah. But not... Yeah. I feel like... I'm trying to figure out how to kind of put into words, just kind of summarize everything that's gone on and... Um, just, uh, I don't know, work, work has kind of just been, you know, sort of the same, I guess, um, started this podcast a few months ago, which is kind of wild. Um, and I've just, I guess over the last year I've, um, just in my own personal life have kind of figured out that I need to have, um, productive things and activities to do to, um, kind of have more of an outlet in my free time because I have, I don't have a ton of free time, but at the same time I do because I get home and put Lennox to bed and then I have, you know, a few hours before I go to bed. And so I started painting and I started, um, uh, you know, that was like a hobby that I really took on and started spending a lot of time doing. And, um, and now I'm doing this and, um, there's been a lot of change in my family, um, just with some, some good and some that have been a little bit more painful, which is hard for me to feel like I can really go into detail about because there's still a lot going on in my family and it's, it's kind of an open flesh wound, so to speak. <laughs> oh, bringing it full circle. Mm-hmm. Not not any literal <laughs> wounds that require antibiotics <laughs> or anything, but um, more emotional. Um, yeah. But, but yeah, I don't know. I, I think, um, I guess, in summary of this year, I've kind of learned who my people are. Um within my family, but also like my friends and, and, you know, people who, and I've kind of talked about this a little bit before too, is like, you kind of figure out like who you want to allow in your inner circle and it's okay to decide, um, you know, even if it's someone you were friends with before, whatever, Mm -hmm. um, you don't have to, there doesn't necessarily have to be some big thing that happens. Like you can just decide like this person isn't, someone that I want to invest time in right now Mm -hmm. and I don't you know I I just don't and it's okay to kind of let that go and like do you know what I mean absolutely um so I don't know I guess I've just I I feel like I've tried to put more focus into um the relationships around me that 
are Quality. mutually beneficial. <laughs> yeah. Um, where each person is putting in some sort of effort into making a relationship work, whether it's a friendship or a family member or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and just have learned a lot of lessons and um, just being more careful about who you, who you trust and, and who you, um, are open with and, um, uh, learning how to establish boundaries with people, um, which has been Mm -hmm. something that I haven't been great at before, but, and this isn't something even just within the last year, but within the last couple of years that I've been kind of learning and, you know, trying to perfect a little bit more. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I feel like it doesn't, it doesn't seem like it's been a terrible year. I mean, I'm sure there's been ups and downs, but when I think about it, I don't think like, ah, fuck 2019. I'm ready for, you know, I'm kind of like, you know, it was just kind of, you know, kind of like a up and down. Yeah. It was just nothing. I mean, there were, I feel like there's, there's always something crazy going on in my life. So then when it happens, it doesn't feel as crazy because it's just all the time. (laughs) (laughs) There have definitely been some low points um, and I'm sorry, but some of it's just stuff I can't speak publicly about, but there's definitely been some hard, some really hard things. And, but like I said, like you kind of get to an age where you, like, I feel like I try to see everything that happens in my life as an opportunity for growth. Mm -hmm. Um, or at least I try to. Um, and so even when something happens that isn't great or that feels horrible or whatever, you know, you kind of just, you feel it, you get through it, you do what you need to do, and then you kind of, like, think, like, okay, well, what can I take away from this, and what can I learn from this, and how do I move on? Exactly. Instead of saying, like, why did this happen to me? Yeah. Be like, okay, what is this trying to teach me? Yeah, totally. Yeah. 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 2019 for me, the last year, I'd say it's, like, I've learned to set boundaries, kind of like what you're talking about with certain people. Um, to uh, more for like self-preservation. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, I've been going through a lot emotionally, I guess, in the last couple, of, mostly this last year. Um. This is just weird. I don't really talk about it that much because I don't really talk about my issues. I don't really like people knowing that. You know, you can there's something just wrong. talk about whatever you're comfortable yeah. talking about. <laughs> no, I know, but anyways, so yeah, um, but yeah, I just I don't know boundaries, especially with like being married now and having in laws. Boundaries are really important. I've learned. I'm a big family girl. I love my own family a lot, um, but not every family is like that. Yeah. So, um, also, I feel like this year, yeah, I definitely learned to set boundaries for self-preservation reasons, you know? Yeah. I got to protect myself because, I don't know, you got your own stuff going on. You don't need to, like, invest in other people's problems. Yeah. You know? Which. Well, I feel like you and I both have personalities, too, where we want to, like, 
be there for other people and, and you kind of end up taking on other people's stuff whether mm-hmm. you want to or not and then totally. you have all your own shit to deal with too what that kind of gets pushed to the side because mm-hmm. you're taking on everyone else's things and other people trust you with their stuff which is can feel really good but at the same time can mm-hmm. be a lot yeah um and so kind of being intentional about who who you're allowing to kind of take up that space in your life is really Mm -hmm. important. Use that energy. Yeah, totally. And I love like helping people and like when I see somebody that has a lot of potential. Yeah. You just want to, you want them to get to that potential. And I'm kind of that person that invests when I love the person, I invest my time in being like, look, like, you could do amazing things. Yeah. And sometimes that's not always works out, <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, 2019 was a good year. Other than, yeah. You guys have been in I your new house a for a year. Yeah. We bought a house a year ago, just over a year ago. This is our second mm-hmm. Christmas in our new house and walking distance from Layla's. Yes. Well, it's a long walk. I've never walked my ass over there. I would like to drive. Thank you very much. But uh, I ride my bike here on Monday nights for The Bachelor. Which is, I think, when this comes Next out. Next week. When this, oh. when this episode comes out, we'll be like a couple days away from the premiere of... The new season of The Bachelor. I'm so excited. Sweetie Petey. And I'm semi-contemplating, like, I don't even know. I don't know if I want this to, <laughs> this uh, podcast to turn into, like, a recap podcast. But also, I am Bachelor obsessed. So oh I'm like, gosh. should I start doing recaps or nah? <laughs> you could include them. I guess Depends could... who you have on. I know. Well, that's what I mean. I'm like, during the season, should I just um, mm. do that instead of... I don't know. Well, I'll Can you f- double podcast? Oh, God. <laughs> I mean, technically I could, I suppose, but I don't know if I want to put that kind of uh, responsibility on myself. We could watch The Bachelor with our Bachelor crew on Monday nights. And, and then, then come up here. After the episode, after... Bottles of wine. That would actually be so fun. <laughs> it would get a little wild. It would probably be wild. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Steph, Bonnie, if you're listening, I'm sure you are. Who else comes over? Am I missing anyone? I think it's just the four of us, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we have a few randoms that come sometimes too, but the, that's the, Your mom? the core squad. Oh yeah, my mom, of Your course. Mom's hilarious. Maybe it sh- I should just have make my mom do it so no oh one else has gosh. to stay here till midnight. Oh so good. Okay, you heard it here first. Well, maybe <laughs> we'll try it out. We'll do it for the premiere. We'll have I'll have um, my mom come up to the studio after we watch Batch, and we'll do a recap. Tell me if you want to hear that or not. Sound off. You definitely sound off in my DMs. <laughs> have planned for the next year what are you looking forward to in this new decade oh man um oh you know I haven't I haven't really like sat down and like thought about it a ton I'm kind of a fly by the seat of your pants kind of girl Mm -hmm. so because I found that whenever I've had times in my life where I have had like 
you know, like thought I had my shit all planned out. It never goes the way you think it's going no. to. I'm sorry. Like never. it's good to have goals and have ideas for like where you want your life to go. But I feel like when you have like this strict, you know, life plan or whatever, it's just, I'm sorry. Just throw it out the window. You might You're as well. probably setting yourself up for disappointment at yeah. that point too. Like, yeah. come on. Yeah. Life throws you lemons or curveballs <laughs> or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> and you just got to go with the flow. And eggplants. Eggplants. <laughs> that would hurt. <laughs> lemons, curveballs, eggplants. I don't know. Oh my gosh. I need to go home. Wait, I am home. <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, wow. Um, well, let's see. Man, I don't know. I think I think um, I'm pretty happy with where my life has been in the last uh, couple months and just kind of excited to see where my new ventures take me. Um, um, yeah, I don't know. Just kind of things are just going to probably stay steady with work at the salon. Nothing's really changing there. Um, I finally got a little setup so that when I go on my little travels here and there, um, I can potentially record some podcast episodes um, in other areas where um, there may or may not be opportunity to have some um, very exciting guests. Mm-hmm. Wink, wink. Um, <laughs> could be happening sooner than later. You'll just have to stick around and find out. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. I think I've just kind of, I'm just excited to continue trying new things and putting myself out there and just, you know, my favorite thing to say is it's always a no if you don't ask. And, you know, when you're trying new things and, 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 pushing yourself out of your comfort zone it's like if you think about the worst case scenario a lot of times the worst that can happen is someone says no right and it's Mm -hmm. like okay well that sucks but then you just move on with your life and go on to the next thing Mm -hmm. but think about how many opportunities or things that you might miss out on just because you're too afraid to ask a question or put yourself out there it's like you know yeah maybe you might feel embarrassed or something might not work out the way you think it will but you'll get over it and move on to the next thing so mm-hmm. trying to just kind of keep that momentum going um specifically i guess with the podcast but just in life in general um i don't want to jinx anything but a few weeks ago i started kind of dating someone and i'm not going to go into too much detail because it's still early but um and he might listen to this <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get the details after. Yeah, we're going to we're going to have an off air. Cuz I want to know. Um but yeah, he's um he's pretty great and so far things are going pretty well. Um it's been actually it's been about exactly a year since the last time I went on more than like two or three dates with the same person. Um, so this time last year I was kind of dating a guy um for a couple of months and this is actually a crazy story. Um, but we dated for a couple of months and then I broke it off with him cause the chemistry just wasn't really there. And I, I just didn't really, I don't know. I just didn't really see it working out long term. Mm-hmm. He was, he didn't super nice guy. Yeah. Super nice. Um, but. he didn't like do anything wrong. Just wasn't a good fit. Yeah. Um, that's the short version. Um, <laughs> but anyway, about a month after I broke it off with him, one of my friends who is gay, 
um, messaged me and said that he saw him on gay Tinder and matched with him. So, um, that was the last time I had a, I guess you could call him a boyfriend. (laughs) My luck with men is really great. Can you tell? (laughs) Um, I have so many horror stories. Um, yeah. So anyway, so after that, it's so since then it's been almost exactly a year. Um, I've but gone, you've been on some dates. Yeah, I've since, been on so. I've been on dates and stuff, but nothing that has amounted to anything like no one who's like met my parents mm-hmm. or like anything like that, you know, haven't moved on to that stage of things. Um so yeah. It's been I guess when this comes out, hopefully we're still hanging out by then. I'm sure we will be. Um but by the time this comes out it will have been like a month or so. So that's exciting. That is exciting. I'm excited to see where that goes. Um, he, like I said, he's a really, I mean, seems like a really good guy so far. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm just kind of, um, so a, a, another change that'll be happening for me um, is that um, Lennox will start um, spending more time at his dad's on the weekends that he's there. So right now um, he goes to his dad's every other weekend and spends one night. And then when he turns two in March, um, he'll start going for full weekends. So from Friday afternoon until Sunday night, um, which I'm sure will be difficult for me to get used to. But also, you know, it'll kind of open up, an, you know, opportunities for me to, you know, if I want to do like more traveling here and there, I can kind of do that a little easier. Um, and just kind of, I don't know, just have a little extra time to, you know, live my life outside of being a mom. Um, totally. which is kind of, it's just weird to think about because I, I mean, I spend so much of my time with him, which I love, but, um, I think it'll be good to kind of have a little bit more a little more wiggle room to kind of just be Layla and not be just a mom. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Honestly, I just am kind of rolling with the punches and taking it one day at a time. Cause I feel like I get way too stressed out if I even try to think beyond that. Mm-hmm. Um, I really hope that, you know, my, I don't know that this might be kind of unrealistic, but, I, I hope and pray every day that the drama and the, the nonsense that's going on within my family right now that I can't really elaborate on kind of figures itself out because it's really sad and heartbreaking. And, um, but at the same time, you know, kind of like what we talked about, it's like continuing to, um, stay consistent with boundaries and just doing what I need to do that is best for me and what's best for Lennox because, you know, that's my family and, mm-hmm. um, just kind of seeing, seeing where the, where the crumbs fall. I don't know what this, <laughs> where, where the, the cookie crumbles. <laughs> Is that one? Where the, <laughs> the, I don't, fuck me. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I guess just being open to opportunities and continuing to kind of put myself out there, you know, business wise and also just in life. And I don't know. Love just it. leaning into the relationships that are important to me and I don't know that seems pretty general but that's just really Those like, are good what things. else could anyone what else could you want in exactly. life you know? totally potty trained my kid hopefully this summer Whoa. fingers crossed <laughs> <laughs> we're going on our first I'm taking him on his first airplane ride to San Diego um soon yeah a couple weeks January 10th we leave um so I'm excited 
scared say a prayer. Um, but He'd it'll be... He'd probably love it. Oh, I'm pro- yeah. He, oh, I'm sure he will, but... So it'll be three adults. It'll be my parents and I and Lennox. So three adults to one toddler. That's pretty good ratio. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So that's exciting. Um, yeah. I don't know. Give him a window seat. Yeah, Get hopefully. I'm seat. hoping it's not a full flight so that he can have his own seat. Mm. So fingers crossed. Um, but we'll see. How long are you going for? Um, Friday to Monday. Just a nice. short. Just a little weekend trip. All right. Um, yeah. What about you? 2020. Well, so crazy. I know. Man. I mean, my husband and I will have our five-year wedding anniversary, which is crazy to think. Um, and hopefully have a baby. That's the big plan for me. Yeah. But other than that, I mean, things don't always go to plan, as you know, especially yeah. with the baby thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. I keep moving away from the mic. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else? I don't know. Just be happy and healthy. And you have your. Um, we talked about this. I think a little bit off off the off the mic. You have your citizenship. Oh my gosh, that's right. In a couple of weeks, I have um, my citizenship test and interview to become an American citizen. So crazy. So crazy. Oh my gosh. The other night at Christmas, I was like, I have this book of questions. So the test consists of like a hundred questions, but they only ask you 10. Um, Oh, so you have to like over prepare. Yeah. And you only need to get six right, which doesn't seem like very many. (laughs) And she talked to my mom. She had to do it. Yeah. Well, I I guess it's been a while. I don't know when she did it, but she had to do it. Yeah. So that's, wow. It's going to be a big year. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be a big year. Hopefully, I'll, I'll become a citizen. <laughs> I'll have a baby. <laughs> yeah. And I, we're For doing reals. IVF, so baby dust over here, guys. Um, yeah. It's going to be a good one. I have a feeling. New Me decade. Too. New things. Yes. Yes, yeah. indeed. You guys, well, I guess this will come out after New Year's, but you guys are going to Vegas. Oh, yeah, we're going to Vegas for New Year's. I can't go, RIP, but... <sighs> yeah, it's not going to be the same. In, I wasn't invited, but... <laughs> I mean, you're always invited. <laughs> Super good at just inviting myself to things. Yeah. I have no shame whatsoever. I'm like, oh, you guys are doing something fun? Can I come? <laughs> oh, you guys, I'm usually like, please come. Oh, you guys are having a date night? Can I come? <laughs> oh, you're going to try to make a baby? Can I come? <laughs> Just kidding. I'm kidding on the last one. You could technically come. It's IVF. They just shoot my little eye. I gotta go pick up my baby. You technically could come. Oh That's God. what I'm gonna say the day of transfer. Oh. I'm just going to pick up my baby. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, Amazing. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> well... Yeah, anyway. I have so many things to look forward to. I know. Whew. Yeah, that's a lot. That was good. Got me. Every time I finish an episode, I feel like I'm just like thinking about all this stuff that I haven't thought about in a long time. It's crazy. It is crazy. Yeah. Exciting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, we've reached the point now where Uh-oh. we need to each share. 
what we're bothered a by. A bothered thing. Okay. And I, of course, um, I just assumed that Kristen knew that she <laughs> needed to come prepared, but she didn't. I so. should have known. I've listened. <laughs> I know how this goes. Aren't you a Virgo? I am. What's going on? I don't know. <laughs> It's okay. I can go first, so you can have a chance to think about it. I oh, feel like I have. Oh, you I have one? one? Oh, okay, great. No. Also, um, I'm going to have to have Kristen come back and do another episode at some point. I feel like I say this about every guest, but, like, there's only so much you can cover in an hour. Um, but we're going to have to do an episode where we just tell stories about mostly silly shit I've done in our friendship. Because I feel like I'm always doing crazy shit when I'm with Kristen because you know you have that friend that you just feel safe and so then like you usually end up doing like the shit that you would not normally do with other people that's Kristen I'm her hype woman like we said in the last one we tried to record like I'm that person that likes to blend into the backgrounds let me shine yeah and I just laugh at everything she says which is hilarious to me just like okay you need to get you at least you have to have at least that one friend that thinks everything you say is funny but then also then you get around people who don't and you're like wait a minute i'm funny why isn't anybody laughing <laughs> but i actually i'm not laughing because i whatever i actually think you're hilarious oh, so <laughs> me too <laughs> Who do I think I am? Yeah. Um, (laughs) All right. So this is a thing that I felt like I needed to get this one out of the way because I've been saving it. Um, But it's not really super relevant anymore because I'm not using Tinder because I'm dating someone. Um, Hopefully still by the time it's come out. (laughs) Have you deleted your Tinder? Knock on wood. Um maybe so anyway um <laughs> Ooh, can't wait for the details i haven't even told him oh don't listen luke <gasps> oh, oh! <laughs> sorry that's a common enough name that people yeah. won't know who he is oh my god i'm sweating <laughs> oh god anyway <laughs> This is why I blend into the background because I always put my foot in my mouth when I open my. <laughs> oh my god, I'm dying! Oh my god, it's okay. Breadcrumbs. We gotta leave those breadcrumbs. Yeah. People want to come back and find out what's ha- or no one. They're like Layla. We don't fucking care <laughs> about your love life. It's stupid. Anyway, so <laughs> this is a thing. Like I said, not super relevant, but I had to get it off my chest. When you're on a dating app, so like Tinder or Bumble or what mm-hmm. what have you, and guys, so many guys do this, and I'm just like, okay, when they will write in their bio, like they'll have whatever written in there, and then they'll, they'll write their height, mm-hmm. and then they'll say, you know, they'll say, let's 5'11", because apparently this matters. Like, they'll write that, you know, whatever their height, their height. Yeah. Well, whatever their height is. And then it's because apparently this matters. It's like, yeah, it matters. What if, what if I'm six feet tall and like me, you're five, seven, (laughs) it matters. I'm sorry. Don't lie about your height. 
for and maybe yeah, maybe to some people reason. it doesn't but like if you're gonna put your height in there just put it in there and just leave it at that mm-hmm. like don't be weird like uh, because the parent this matters it's like yeah if to some people it does and like mm-hmm. maybe to some people it doesn't but like you obviously have a complex about it if you're saying that mm-hmm. so just like include it don't include it whatever but it's just whenever i see that i'm just like ew you're already annoying me and i don't yeah. even know you bye did i mention that brandon totally catfished me is that <gasps> what you call it he did i met my husband online <laughs> okay cupid as a matter of fact <laughs> he posted these super old photos of himself where he was like oh my gosh it's like way thinner and like looks super fit <laughs> When I met him, I was like, oh. Oh? <laughs> he was literally, like, 50 pounds heavier than his photos. And I was like, me. what is happening here? What guys say when they meet me. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm getting catfished. <laughs> I was like, what in the... Oh, dating online is so hard. But, but it all worked out. It all worked out. Here we are. <laughs> Hi, Brandon. What a gem. I know. He did put in his profile that he liked Pez dispensers. He collected Pez. Yeah, that's my husband. <laughs> gotta have Sounds like a gem. <laughs> gotta get Brandon on the pod. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, he's so... It would either be really great or it would be an epic disaster. Oh, my gosh. He's... There's no in-between. Oh, bless him. <laughs> Truly. <laughs> he puts up with me, so... Oh, gosh, he puts up with me. <laughs> Okay, what's okay. your what's your thing? Um gosh, this is really general, but I just hate <laughs> negative people. Yeah. When they've always got you know that you have that one person in your life that every time you see them, they got something bad to say. Yeah. And how their life sucks so much or something happened to them or you know, whatever. Yeah. Come on. Shut up. <laughs> Just shut up. <laughs> really? <laughs> you got nothing better to do with your life but complain? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's one thing if you want to, like, I don't know. I feel like I can get kind of ranty and, like, I don't know, shit-talky. That's different. But, but when you see the but same But it's not person all the time. And it's, like, the same thing all the time. Yeah, just constantly a downer. I just counterbalance it by being a complete maniac. Totally. And, like, a crazy person and just all over the place and mm-hmm. just, you know, breaking out in song and dance whenever <laughs> it's inappropriate. So, you know, it counteracts <laughs> that. That is totally <laughs> what you do. <laughs> Can you come to my family events? <laughs> Is that an invitation? Uh, <laughs> I need some help. Be careful what you wish for. <laughs> Be careful what you wish for, because now I'm coming to all your family events. I'll come to all yours. I'll boycott. <laughs> hey, I'm always down. Whenever we're in town for holidays and events with our family, it's literally just my immediate family. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, somebody, please come over and hang out with us. Your family always invites me. Well, you always invite me, but I assume they're. they're yeah, it's, I'm you the too. social coordinator of the Halbert clan, so. Yeah. Last Thanksgiving, I came over here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so that was the first night we spent in our new house. Yeah. And I don't know where Brandon was. 
Was he working? Maybe he was working. Maybe he was working. Yeah. So I came over here and you guys gave me a care package. Oh yeah. You yeah. guys were, you guys hadn't even moved in yet. No, you were I still think in the we hotel. stayed in a hotel that night. Yeah, I think you moved in the next day because mm-hmm. I came over and helped you move. Oh yeah. Sort I- of, just for a little bit. <laughs> I don't want to give myself too much credit. But I did do my part. <laughs> you lifted that huge toolbox with Brandon. I earned I was a, done. I earned a room in that house. <laughs> yep. <laughs> just in case anything bad happens. <laughs> Oh, gosh. I'm just waiting for my parents to get sick of me. Like, Layla, it's time. Just kidding. They never would. They're so lovely. Who are we kidding? Yeah. (laughs) They're like, never leave. I'm like, okay. (laughs) I'm here forever. (laughs) Oh, man. Well, that was so fun. That was great. (laughs) I feel like we could talk about stuff forever. Truly. Well, that's good. We'll save it for when I run out of ideas for content. I'll just have Kristen come on every week and we'll just hang out like we normally would and you guys can be in on it. (laughs) We should have a dating episode. I mean, I've been married since I met Layla, but I have plenty of online dating horror stories. There are full full on podcasts that are only about that. So we could certainly... I need to start sprinkling them in within all the other episodes. Mm -hmm. Ooh, and... (laughs) Um, nightmare clients. Oh, yes. Behind the chair. That stuff. one, that one I have written down in my journal for my list of, of, uh, topics. I've got some goodies. For episodes, yeah. And you've already done one with another. Yeah, we kind of just did, like, pet peeves, like, as a stylist kind of in general, uh, but, like, I want to, I definitely want to do one that's dedicated to nightmare oof. clients. The stories. things you learn and see behind the chair as a hairdresser. It's a whole nother world. I just, yeah. I'm like, why are we not getting paid? Vacation, sick leave, health benefits. Yeah. Like, what's, this, something's wrong. I don't understand. <laughs> oh, man. Well, thank you so much for joining me. Thanks for having me. Love, Freya. Oh. <laughs> Thanks, everyone, for listening in on our hangout, really. Yeah. <laughs> been fun it's been quite a ride <laughs> yeah i feel like every episode i feel that way i'm just that's how my brain works so it's just all over the place so i love hope it hope you like it yeah. um, <laughs> did i lose you yet <laughs> you still here okay great <laughs> hello 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 from me hello When you don't know the words, just make it up. It doesn't even have to be real words, as long as you get the melody right. Is that what you do when you perform? Yeah. (laughs) And she'll be performing this weekend. Oh, well. (laughs) Oh, well, not when this airs. Sorry. (laughs) I'm sure we'll have a gig in January sometime. You should come to it. But She's amazing. I'm fine. Oh my god, okay, we need to be done. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well, thank you so much for listening. Um, And, you know, like I said in the beginning, follow the Instagrams. You can follow Kristen on Instagram. Um, I will put her everything in the episode description as per usual. And, uh, yeah, that's all I got for you today. Happy New Year. Um, Happy New Year. I want to know, like, tell me when I post the little clip of this episode, 
on the Instagram, or you can even just DM me, whatever you want. Like, tell me what you were doing 10 years ago and yeah. where, you, where, what, where you're at now and what you're hoping 2020 will look like for you. I want to know. So, yeah. I love that. This is Bleached and Bothered Podcast. Layla Halbert, Kristen Bresden, signing out. We out. <laughs> See you next Friday. Bye. Bye.